Hello everyone, I'm Karina, your host, and you're diving into your weekly journey of Escape the Reality, where I talk about all kinds of topics and share my life experiences with all of you listening. Today I'm going to be talking about an interesting topic, hopefully for all of you, and that's going to be about my relationship with dreaming. I'm going to also share some of my crazy dreams and also the ones that you send me as submissions as well. So let's just dive into it. I chose exactly dreams and dreaming to be the purpose of this episode because I feel like all of us in one way or another try to escape reality through dreaming. (laughs) And as the name of the podcast is Escape the Reality, you get the purpose here. (laughs) And I've also had a really interesting personal relationship with dreams, which has started from like early age. And I believe it will be a great topic for this episode to just share my stories and what I've been going through my life because of dreams and with dreams. Yeah, as all of us know, we go to like four stages of dreaming, basically, three stages, and then we go into REM dreaming, which is basically when the dreams occur. And it's been like really interesting for me to read some stuff about dreaming, not only dreams interpretations, but also dive into the psychology of dreaming. I've read some like articles and books related to that topic. And personally for me, it's been like really great thing to learn about because it's, I don't know, dreaming takes about one third of our lives when you think about it. And we don't even know for sure what's happening in 100% of that time. Like we almost either forget the dreams or we continue with our days uh, when we wake up. And yeah, it's it's been really interesting for me to just dive into the topic of dreaming. And uh, as I told you, I started my like sort of like dreaming experience, let's say, like more interesting one when I was like little. I kept on having like recurring dreams. I kept on having like nightmares and stuff that like all the basic dreams that you're dealing with but we have sort of like a superstition i don't know if it's only in bulgaria or it's like a worldwide thing (laughs) might be yeah who knows but if you know about it like we have this superstition of not telling our dreams to anyone before it's like 12 p.m and since i was little i i don't know if it was my parents that got me scared of telling my dreams because of that reason or it was like my uh grandparents or someone like family related i have no idea but i had this sort of scare inside of me and like anxious feeling of telling my dreams and every single time that I was like in one way or another influenced from my dreams I really had that sudden urge to tell my dreams to someone and I couldn't do it before 12 p.m like solely because of that (laughs) superstition but I still to this day kind of have this but not that intense as it was when I was little like now when I wake up I have like a few friends of mine that I always like tell my dreams to because I feel like more secure that way as we're gonna dive deeper into my dreams later because they are way too crazy and I just don't feel comfortable like sharing them with everyone but as we are besties I'm gonna share them later in the episode so yeah but as I was uh scared of telling everyone my dreams as I thought they would think that I was like a weirdo and like something was not fine with me and I just sometimes I shared my dreams when I was little either with my parents or close friends or someone and it ended up being way too weird experience for me because I firstly I didn't know how to explain it and I was sort of like jiggling through, like going through 
the dream like from the back to like the beginning and it was a mess like I had no idea how to even start doing that and sharing with anyone and yeah but I definitely I've made like a really big progress with that even though I still like I said I don't feel comfortable sharing them with everyone but yeah I've always had strange dreams but my relationship just really continued like sort of upgrading and like being influenced from how I'm changing as a person as well and as I think for me personally, dreams reflect our reality and what we are going through our daily lives. And I feel like my dreams always reflected either what happened throughout the day or something that's like really deep down, like emotionally happening inside of me, but I was just not realizing it in my daily life. And yeah, it's always been really weird for me because I really had hard times because I would wake up literally tired from dreaming and that would affect my entire day afterwards. And it's not even like um, in like an any sort of light way or like, oh, yeah, I had like a weird dream tonight. Like anyone would say like that. But I really had and I'm still having actually (laughs) crazy, vivid dreams. And the fact they are affecting my entire day and I don't know, the vivid dreams I would have would... I would end up mixing reality with what I dreamt of. Like if someone that I know of was in my dream, and if I see them in that exact same day afterwards, I would feel weird being around them. Like it would be weird being in their presence when I had a whole freaking entire world with them, whatever that word was. <laughs> and I don't know, I feel like that really reflected in my ways of living, not only in my feelings or anything that's coming with the dreams. And yeah, I don't know if any of you have had that, but if you relate to this, um, yeah, (laughs) we're on one boat. I don't know, like I personally, most of my friends, relatives don't have that. So it's always been weird for me to like tell everyone my dreams and be like that only one weirdo that dealing with dreams in general like this, like vivid dreams. And yeah, I as well would not only like we would sleep at night. Yeah, of course. But I would sleep at the most random places ever, like for a short period of times. And I would still dream. And that's really weird because as I said at the beginning, there are like three different stages of dreaming. And then we have like the REM dreaming. And it's weird because I would be in the metro or in the bus or in the car or anywhere. And I would just literally not even nap because that's for five to 10 minutes or something. And I would still dream. And that's still to this day really weird to me. And I've described it to people and they've been like, yeah, that's weird. And I was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Like, I'm not surprised from that. But at this point, but like at the beginning, I was surprised. I just got used to it. (laughs) But yeah, I would sleep at the nail salon. Like the other day I was um, at the salon and yeah, the lady was doing my nails and I almost fell asleep like while she was doing them. And that has happened actually a lot of times when I think about it, especially when I was like younger. And also afterwards, I had uh, my brows done and I fell asleep during that as well. And I woke up literally like in panic, like my whole body, I woke up and my body just like sort of trembled. And I scared like the the lady that was doing my brows. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like so sorry for that. And she was like, no, no worries. And she like told me a similar story of hers. 
And I was like, okay, like that made me feel less weird <laughs> for real. But yeah, I I literally would dream at the most random places and my friends would have like a whole collection of uh, pictures of myself, like dreaming, like either like in class, like, yes, I know in the last episode I said that I'm a student, that's like a fact, but I would as well go to like napping so often during classes <laughs> and I would be like on the first row, like sitting there and I would just go to sleep. I was literally like writing in my notebook, like we had like presentations and sort of that, and I'm writing down, like taking notes and I'm sleeping while taking notes. And my friends like used to laugh at me so freaking much because of that. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like that. <laughs> it's just what I'm doing, like who am I? <laughs> like I don't control like when I, want to go to sleep yeah those parts when i'm just like really tired and i haven't slept the entire night because i was watching a movie or tv series or something yes i i get it i was just tired but sometimes i just don't control it i would fall asleep like my favorite thing actually when i was little was to fall asleep when i'm traveling in the car and that's still a thing and my friends again are joking about this like a lot <laughs> because we would go to the seaside and for once i would not fall asleep and they would be like oh what happened like you you didn't fall asleep through that whole ride like how was that even possible <laughs> and i was like i have no idea <laughs> that happened only a few times all the other times i would just fall asleep <laughs> just like that and every single time i would dream like sometimes i would not remember what i dreamt about but in general i remember most of my dreams which is why they're affecting so much my reality and my perception of people and what i would consider them because it all changes after I had a dream. Yeah, it kind of fades away if I dreamt about someone that night, for example, and if I see them during the day. But um, that takes sometimes a couple of days or like weeks. And during that time, I would just not be able to meet them like at all, <laughs> for real. It's, it's a really weird thing to happen and to go through and to deal with as well in general but i've also dealt with um daydreaming like in general during the day i feel like that's the the ultimate escapism form and people just use it to form another like weird scenarios in their heads and just escape the reality with it and I I actually do this quite a lot, to be honest. Not of an escapism form, but sort of... I feel like I'm just used to doing it at this point. Because when I was a kid, I was doing it so often. During class, I would just not pay attention for a second. And I would just go into this whole world of mine and just daydream of something. And just get into my own world but yeah that's exactly why it's the like the ultimate escapism form and i feel like a lot of people would relate to that daydreaming in general either about like something they want to happen or something they would not be able to realize in their daily lives right now but they actually really want it to happen or of someone they like or yeah in general just daydreaming is a big thing i think for everyone and if it's not for you that's that's good <laughs> because it's probably not affecting your daily things that you have to do and your routine or anything but if you're dealing with it you know that daydreaming really affects in general your entire day basically your entire day could be influenced even just from like a single daydream no but if you go into this whole constant theme of like daydreaming it gets really 
weird. Like <laughs> you you would not be able to like that easily escape from it and you would sort of go into a loop and you would continue daydreaming and daydreaming and daydreaming until you're like, wait, wait, what is even happening? Like why I'm doing that? And you need to have like sort of like a realization point to come back into the reality. Because sometimes, personally, I had really extreme cases of daydreaming and I would not be able to come back into my daily activities for like days. And it's not the best thing for real. Like, and imagine like mixing that up with like anxiety and like sort of depression. It's definitely not a thing to go through like at all. (laughs) But yeah, with the unrealistic scenarios going through my head, I've also been having like a lot of issues falling asleep, which is another thing I feel like you would all relate to. Like at least when I've had like conversations with my friends and relatives or anyone, we've always had this thing about like having trouble falling asleep. And that could really be influenced by a lot of things, yeah. But um, sometimes, again, when you get into this loop of not being able to fall asleep for like days, and it might get really bad. Yes, that might be influenced, like I said, by other factors like uh, depression or anxiety or something else. But at the end of the day or night, (laughs) you basically would get really not only tired, you would get exhausted at this point if you haven't gone to sleep for a few days because you had troubles falling asleep. And when you have troubles with that, you basically the only thing you can do is either go to your phone, read a book or something like this, or make up unrealistic scenarios in my head, which is the thing that I've actually been doing most of the times when I had troubles falling asleep. Right now, I feel like I'm better with that. But a few years ago, like during high school, especially like during the end of middle school and high school, I had really, really like terrible influences because of that and reactions like that affects your whole metabolism and your whole like appetite, energy throughout the day and everything. And it's definitely not the thing to go through. But yeah, we, I feel like we focus mostly on the positive sides of dreaming and dreaming could have, like I said, um, negative influences on your entire life basically, but it can be controlled. Like I know like a close friend of mine uh, had like issues um, like related to like depression and falling asleep, but she uh, consulted like a specialist, a therapist, and for a few months she was able to get back into track and like fall asleep. But yeah, I know for her it was really hard um i personally haven't dealt with that bad of an issue with sleeping but with dreaming on the other hand yeah that's a nightmare (laughs) and like literally nightmares for me have been a constant thing that would influence my my days and everything and lately i haven't really had them that much But again, when I was like little and like middle high school, I would have like nightmares all the time. I would still remember when I was little, probably like six, seven years old, and I would just wake up like in the middle of the night screaming from a nightmare that I had. Either I was like the most basic dream, like falling from somewhere or someone was trying to kill me or something like this. They, like the nightmares I would have were really extreme. And to this point, I would just be like scared to fall asleep and would have like a bad relationship with my sleeping patterns and like all that just because I would have like almost every single night, like a nightmare. 
and I would be like, okay, I don't, I don't really want to go to sleep because of that. And then we go into the other, like I would lean onto other forms of escapism to like escape the reality. And in this way, try to distract myself and my mind from the nightmares I would have. Not only that, but I honestly, I've been having like multiple dreams for a single night. I I still don't know if that's like a common thing, but I would literally have like three to like five dreams for a single night. It's like with different scenarios, with different characters, like everything is different. And it's weird because I, to this point, I haven't heard anyone around me go through this, like have like multiple dreams. And I mean, most of my friends don't even remember their dreams. So when we, yeah, when we go to the other points, like remember it and having multiple ones for a single night, we dive into like really deeply <laughs> into the dreaming parts. But yeah, I've also like dealt with false awakening dreams and for anyone that doesn't know what that is is when you basically think that you're awake but you're still in the dream and i've actually had a few experiences of having i don't know if it's called like that but double or triple false awakening dreams so i would wake up in the dream but i was still dreaming and i would wake up again and now I was still dreaming. And for some of the times, like a few times, I think I would wake up again. And that was like the last time when I was like three times, I would go through that whole, like whole phase of like waking up and actually still being in the dream. And like basically for whoever has gone through this, it's one of the weirdest thing ever for real. Like I still remember to this day, like lately I haven't had one of those false awakening dreams, but when I used to have them, yeah, it was weird. Let's, let's say that. Except the false awakening dreams, I've also had like reoccurring dreams. Like lately I have like a sort of like a spirit visitations. And that's when you're dreaming like of a deceased person. And as my mother passed away two months ago, let's say, and I've been dreaming about her, I think two or three times, but it was really weird. I'm probably going to dive into that my next episode when I talk about dealing with the loss of a loved one. But yeah, I've really progressed in my relationship with dreaming and in general with dealing with dreams and I started to use either apps or my own ways of like patterns and things I would do like right before falling asleep to sort of help me first of all fall asleep (laughs) and also to not have uh, of those obscure vivid dreams like almost all of my dreams are vivid and I've also been like lucid dreaming but I'm gonna dive into that a bit later (laughs) but yeah I've been using apps like Home for like night stories, like the Harry Styles ones, and also like stories in general. Like when you were little, you know, someone would read you like your night stories and all that. Yeah, that actually helps, but I'm I'm not like really sticking to that at this point. Like the patterns that I would fall into right now are listening to like night meditations, doing yoga and meditation like right before bed. And I've been doing that, let's say since March last year, when like the whole crazy thing with the quarantine started. And I realized that really helped me personally. 
and just doing um, even like a five, 10 minute yoga before going to bed. And in the same time, like listening to night meditation and the ones with like the high frequency vibrations and all of that. Personally, that really relaxes my mind and my body. And as they all like tightly related, that reflects in my dreams afterwards. And yeah, and I've also been using like natural like oils and uh, like aromatherapy. And I even bought like a diffuser for smells and like oils to put into. And yeah, my, my friends really were joking around with that as well. But personally, I found that really helps me. And even just taking like a 10, 15 minutes sort of quick schedule before bed, like doing your things, yoga, meditation, uh, essential oils and all of that, it really reflects afterwards in your dreams. And that sort of helped me better my relationship, not only with dreams, but with dreaming in general. And I would not have like, yeah, of course, that sort of like scare face really disappeared like long, long time ago when I was like little. But still, I've been trying to better my relationship with sleeping, dreaming, and sort of have an entire better schedule before going to bed that would help me be more relaxed during my dreaming phase. And that also reflects in my dreams. And afterwards, it reflects in my day because I will be more positive. I will be more like energetic and more, I don't know, just in general, I would have more energy to go through the day. And yeah, if you haven't tried any of those stuff, like yoga, meditation, listening to like those YouTube playlists with 10 hours of vibration things and all of that, or if you think that's weird, just try to maybe check it out. Because if you've been dealing with issues with sleeping, dreaming and all of that, like me, it might actually be the getaway way for you. (laughs) And it might actually help you better your own relationship with sleeping and dreaming. I've also been diving lately, like the past few months, let's say two, three months, into learning more about understanding about our past lives to dreams, because I sort of believe that the lives that we are living right now are not the first ones. And basically we've lived through a whole eternity of other lives that are reflecting right now our entire lives. And some issues might be deep rooted Like, for example, some anger issues that you have or some relationship issues that you have or something else that you're dealing with in your life, that might be all deep court to a past life that you had. And I've also been reading like this book about rebirth by this French author called uh, Bernard Racken. And it really helped me get a really better perspective about like past lives and how through dreaming you can access them. And I'm still not to this point where I've discovered anything about my past lives. But when I was little, I had sort of like these really vivid deja vus. And they also reflected my life in a big way. And I would still get them, but when I was little, they were more, they were definitely more vivid. Right now, they are not that much, but they will still affect me in a big way. And that, yeah, basically that book that I've been reading and I've been doing like other research about past lives and how to access them through dreaming, it's been definitely like mind uh, shifting and yeah, it really helped me get a better sense of how dreaming can actually be beneficial for you. Not only that, yes, you get energy, you would be good to go through with your duties the next day, but dreaming can actually be a way to go into other dimensions and realities and yeah it's it's crazy to me for real like how a simple thing when you look at it like dreaming 
can be like so deep and so beneficial for you. But yeah, the first step for you would be to like better your relationship with dreaming. And you would just sort of start to build like some steps that would help you lead to this point where dreams would be like your other reality where you're still you, but you're trying to do something beneficial for yourself. And yeah, it's really been crazy to me how how this whole thing happens. And I'm still going to dive more into that. And I'm probably going to update you if you're interested um, in that, like understanding about your past lives through dreams. Uh, but yeah, but also about lucid dreaming, I've... Lately, again, through the past year, when I introduced yoga, meditation, and all of that whole uh, thing that I told you about before going to bed, that reflected my dreams being more, like, not only vivid, yes, that was happening before that, but to my dreams being lucid, to, like, lucid dreaming in general. And I've actually done that for a few times, like... uh, (laughs) A lot of times, actually, to be honest. But lucid dreaming is definitely another dimension thing. Like, when you get to this point when you can... Yeah, I forgot to tell you what lucid dreaming is for all of you that have no idea. And we're like, what is she even talking about? So yeah, basically lucid dreaming is when you go into that state and you can control the course of your dreams. You can control the things that are in your dreams. You can control your action moves, what you're saying, where you're going to, all that. You're in control of it. And it's definitely like a process, like a whole journey with lucid dreaming. And I'm still in the very, very beginning. Like I'm probably like 1% of being good at it or actually doing it the way you're supposed to. And I'm like still diving into like more researches about that, more articles, books and all of that. But still like the times that I've done it, it's really been another dimension thing. And again, it's making you feel that dreams can really be so, so beneficial for you if you use them in the correct manner. And yeah, if you're interested into lucid dreaming, make sure to like DM me about it or look into like websites or articles or something about it that might make you even more interested in it and like trying it out for yourself. But yeah, again, like I said, you need to start to build this whole relationship with dreaming first and have this connection with sleeping, dreaming, and in general dreams to be able to go to this point. But again, as I told you, it's been a crazy ride for me. So if you're still not at this point, that's totally fine. Like, yeah, we have our whole lives ahead of us. So yeah, just try to like take as much as you can from your dreams. And also I've been crazy since I was like seven years old or something to dive into like the meaning of dreams and also to see what all of like the things that I'm dreaming of actually mean and what they might be related to. And I know that might not be a really, uh, let's say like a thing that has to be true, but I've been so interested in that. And every single time when I would wake up, I would just note down everything that I dreamt of, like all of my dreams of the, like the, the main people or things, objects, anything that made a huge impact and I remembered it, even like the smallest thing that affected me, I would note it down and later I would just go into like different websites and I would just search up what the meaning of those things are. And most of the times, as crazy as it might sound, I've been finding for myself meaning in let's say 95% of the things that I dreamt of. And the things that I dream of are like so, they're not like obvious. They're like deeply rooted, I think in my emotions. And like I said, in the things that I go through in my daily life, but I would sort of really neglect them and they would just project in my dreams. And it's all like this entire process has been so 
engaging for me. And that's one of the major reasons I would really dive into more and more into the meaning of dreams and like all the things you can get out, like beneficial for you for dreaming. And yeah. In general, my dreams are whole movies with well-established characters, plot, storylines. And I feel like one day I might either make them into like script for movies or directly like into movies or boats, for example, or like write them into like whole, like a saga of like novel, like books. Like they are that crazy, wild, vivid of that. And I would in general dream about mostly action dreams and like apocalyptic dreams. And I would dream about the future, like a lot, like dystopian future and sort of like aliens and all of that. But yeah, I know that like the most common dreams of everyone are like falling from somewhere or running or like action dreams or dying or something like action happening in general. And for me, kind of it's in that like that theme as well, but they've been like more, I don't know, more dark <laughs> and let's say in general, more apocalyptic <laughs> and more like I'm dreaming like it's 2052 or 2100 or something like that, like in general in the future. And I've even had times where I sort of predicted the future with my dreams. Like I would dream about something and that thing wouldn't happen exactly like in the day. It would happen probably like in a week time or like in a few days time, sometimes actually happen in the day. But I would just predict what would happen through my dreams. And that's been, again, it hasn't happened a lot of times, but the times that it happened, it really made me like shift my whole perspective because of that, simply. (laughs) And yeah, I can just dive into some of my dreams, like in general, mostly, like I said, I would dream about things that would happen in my day, but I would also dream about like famous artists that I follow, like musician, uh, actors, or sort of people that I'm following in social media or in like my favorite TV series, movies, or anything. But yeah, so I've recently actually dreamt that Billie Eilish is writing me an entire personalized poem. I have no idea about like the other details of the dream, but that was like the main thing. I also dreamt of Damiano and Vic from Maneskin, that big Italian group that won Eurovision. And yeah, I even had like a joke with one of my friends from university because she dreamt of uh, Damiano as well. And I was like, okay, I'm going to manifest myself dreaming of Damiano. And that same night, I dreamt of Billie Eilish writing me a personalized poem. And on the next night, I dreamt of Damiano and Vic. And I was like, okay, that's really like a manifestation thing. (laughs) I've also had like really weird dreams, like Ansel Elgort, uh, the actor from Divergent, hating on me and like wanting to kill me. And like, it was a crazy one, yeah. Uh, yeah, recently I had this sort of like an illusion, paranoia, manipulation dream. And, uh, okay, I'm going to dive into it, but (laughs) just know that it's getting weird. But yeah, so I was, uh, dreaming of some people that were trying to manipulate me and there were a lot of like pictures on the walls and those pictures i don't know how but i knew that they would become reality in the so-called dream in the future and i was running to like big stone walls as i was being chased and being shooted with ping pong balls (laughs) and i run 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 and i basically run until the end of the world. (laughs) Yeah, I know it's weird. 
And from there, I entered a parallel dimension with the train, like the one that gets you to the Harry Potter world, like Hogwarts. And for some reason, Lily Reinhardt, Cole Sprouse, and Camila Mendes, all from Riverdale. Yeah, my uh, weird obsession with Riverdale here shows up. Not that I like the series. I've just been watching it. Not that much, but yeah. And Lily was like taking a video of me and... I was really, I don't know, I was so angry because of like the things that happened to me. And I was like, oh, so what are you gonna become a vlogger? And she was just, she would, she would just stop the recording. And I was like, just so, I don't know, it was crazy. <laughs> but that's just one sort of like an example of how weird my dreams would sort of turn around and like the realities, dimensions and everything that I would dream of. And imagine that dream and add up like two or three more dreams to it. And yeah, that's, imagine that being your like night routine with dreaming. Yeah, you can get crazy from that, basically. <laughs> and that's what I've been dealing with. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like I told you, my dreams would be apocalyptic. And I recently as well had like a one with dystopian future, aliens, and... Again, I sort of imagine this whole new universe or sort of like a dystopian future of ours where we would have like aliens control us and I I was fighting with them. Uh, but yeah, it's that's a long one, so probably not going to dive into it. If you're interested in actually uh, getting to know more about that dream or like any other dreams that I had and note it down, just like send me a DM on at ETR with Karina and I'll definitely respond to you. You can also submit your requests on my Twitter again at ETR with Karina. And yeah, I'll be more than happy to tell you more about my vivid dreams and my crazy dreams and anything that you want to know about my experience with dreaming additionally. But yeah, this morning I actually dreamt of this guy. I started following him and this girl like Indie Blue, uh, which actually is one of my main inspirations lately, but I'm gonna dive into that in another episode probably but yeah i dreamt recently like last night about this guy tristan Aika texting me as i won a giveaway of one of his newest moon ring collections and that's another example of something that's been in my daily life reflecting in my dream because i've been looking at those rings for like a week now and I was like okay I really want to get them but yeah I can right now and it's gonna take a lot of time because they're coming from America and I was like okay okay um and that reflected in my dream like last night and it was so weird because like I would dream of like the most random things and just turn them like convert them in my own sort of reality <laughs> but yeah that's all about my dreams i'm gonna dive into some of the submissions that some of you sent me from uh, my socials and some of the questions so the first one is i actually usually only have like four main themes in dreams and only very often i dream about something else do you have this too or am i just stuck in some endless loop inside my head yeah like i like i told you i it's not like i had main themes but no i actually do <laughs> to be honest it's like apocalyptic future related dimension related action so it's not like themes but it's more like i don't know like genres of dreams <laughs> if that's even a thing uh but yeah but i do i do get that like having some main themes i think a lot of people are actually dealing with that having something in general that they're dreaming of and being in a loop with that 
I even know like some people that have the exact same dreams repeating over and over again. So that's a thing as well. Uh, but yeah, someone said, right when I try to go to sleep, there's sort of like electricity going through my body and my entire body starts to shake. Has this ever happened to you? Okay, so this exact same thing has happened to me. Yeah, like I told you previous about like the whole uh, nail salon story. I've not exactly like electricity, but it would be sort of like an impulse going through my body. And yeah, I've had this. And it's weird because it happens sometimes. It doesn't happen like all of the time. And it's like right when you go to sleep and like your entire body is just like shaking and you're like, wait, what is happening? But then you just like go into the sleep, like fall asleep, like immediately for me personally. But yeah, (laughs) I've also had some crazy stories submitted and I think of sharing them with you because they are like good and we can like go through them. So the first one is about my first sleep paralysis. I'm 15. I wake up in the middle of the night. I try to get up for a glass of water, but I found out I can't move. This has never happened to me. I start to get pretty scared. That's when I notice something in the room, like a shadowy, non-specific presence. That something suddenly jumps in bed with me. I'm now in a full-blown panic. The thing feels like a warm snake crawling around my feet. I try to scream at the top of my lungs, but I can only get out a tiny little moan. The thing starts crawling up my body towards my face. At this point, it literally feels like I'm about to die from a heart attack. At the very last second, as the thing has almost reached my face, I managed to kick it away. I jumped up covered in sweat and screaming. I turn on the lights and look to the corner of the room where the thing supposedly landed. Nothing's there. Wow, yeah, that's a submission from one of my friends, Peter. And yeah, he's given me some crazy stories in general. He recently also had another one, like a sleep paralysis, but that's when his journey actually started. And yeah, I've I've had myself sleep paralysis, so I know what it feels like to not be able to move, to not be able to do anything. And I would literally be those were the times that the few times thankfully there were not that many i feel like three or four times maximum like five but those were like the scariest like parts of my entire life to be honest because you you know you're like sort of like awake but you're also in the dream at the exact same time and you know you cannot move and it's it's scary like whosoever dealt with sleep paralysis can understand that but yeah if it gets like too repetitive and you're going through it like really really often yeah that's that's not good and yeah the sleep paralysis i've had like i think one or two of them were really bad because i i literally even tried to scream but like as my friend told like like i wasn't able to even scream i wasn't able to move nothing you're in this state where you cannot do anything and yeah how you get out of that i have no idea like simply for me it was weird like i sort of just woke up one of the times i think i was like with my mom or with my dad and um they were like sleeping next to me when i was like little and I think it was like seven or eight years old. Again, when I was little, it was like more, like it was weirder. And I would just wake up and know that I was in this state. But I still to this day have no idea like how I actually woke up. Was it like my parents that helped me out or I just actually woke up from that paralysis? But yeah, it's a crazy thing. And when you're dealing with that, I know that you shouldn't like wake up the person that's going through it. Like they have to wake up on their own. And talking about this, I've also um, dealt even with like sleepwalking case few of them not much but like two three times and i would just like when i was like still sleeping with my mom (laughs) and uh i would just wake up like get up in the bed start walking going somewhere and my mom would be like 
crazy like scared because she was like what is even happening and she told me about of that afterwards like when I woke up I think on the next day because I didn't remember any of it and sleepwalking can be another thing that could really be scary at times like from the negative side of dreaming um but again if you're dealing with that the best thing is to most definitely like reach to a specialist that can help you out yeah because it can really be scary for you and it can affect your life in general (laughs) but yeah going back to the stories i have like one last this one is like an actual dream story all right so picture this you and two of your close uni friends are running on a giant field and you see that everyone else is running too then you realize that you're all running because there are light beams coming from the sky Aliens are attacking us. So in this dream, me and two of my friends were running for our lives while Sam, Clover, and Alex from Totally Spice were fighting the aliens while the rest of us were running away. Afterwards, the three of us reached the end of the field and then with a small group of people, we decided that we were going to help the Totally Spice to get to the aliens and find them together. Because that's a natural thing to do, obviously. And then I woke up. Don't know if we defeated the aliens, but since I'm still here, I guess we did. (laughs) That's an amazing, crazy dream submission that I got um, from Theo. And yeah, he's also told me about like crazy dreams that he had. (laughs) And another example of how like some things in your life can affect, like totally spies being in your dreams. That's definitely something that like probably from your life, like in one way or another gets into your dreams. And also the aliens parts as a team, I totally relate to. Cause as I said, I've been having like sort of alien related dreams really often. So I totally, totally get it. <laughs> But yeah, lots of crazy dream stories. I, I'm sure you can all like mention probably a tons of your own ones. But yeah, I really hope I helped you in one way or another to get to know more about dreaming and my personal relationship with dreams and probably you related to some of the things. Probably you thought you might research some things more. And yeah. That's all for today's episode of Escape the Reality. Thank you all for tuning in today. I hope you were able to discover more about dreaming in general. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or whatever platform you get your regular podcast so you never miss an episode. Don't forget to also leave a review in Apple Podcasts and yeah, support it there as well. You can also send out your thoughts, stories, questions, or whatever you want me to talk about on at ETR with Karina on both Instagram and Twitter. Follow as well to get to know what I'll be talking about next week, which actually is going to be dealing with grief and loss of a loved one. So if you have like any suggestions for that, leave them in any of my platforms, DMs, comments, whatever. (laughs) Have a great week, everyone. Hope you're all doing good. Bye for now.